Hello, and welcome to Bible Bitches. I'm here with a one Sarah Hoff. Yes, and I'm here with Laura Barclay, per the usual. Oh, toodaloo. Mm-hmm. Yes, cheerio. Child Today murders. we are discussing child murder in Psalms. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've set the scene, um, we have a smattering of horrifying verses today about how invoking child murder in the book of Psalms has a distinct literary point for dramatic effect. Oh, you don't, they didn't just put in a bunch of child murder psalms <laughs> yeah. just for like kicks. Just for kicks. They're like, this is just, you know what? It's I'm just inspired. Really, it's really well written prose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good literary device, really. It is. Yes. Anyways, so to give a bit of backstory, the Book of Psalms is a collection of religious songs probably used in temple worship. Although it is attributed to David, it is far more likely that it was written over four or five centuries before, during, and after being conquered and exiled to Babylon. Themes covered include praise and lament and cycle of life events like marriage and war. Right. So, you know, they probably want to hearken back to the time of David because it was, you know, a time of, like, power for the Israelites and less uh, crappy than being, you know, exiled. So, of course, you'd want to attribute it to, you know, some better better days, right? Uh, the first verse we'll cover is from Psalms 94. According to the Oxford Bible Commentary, this psalm includes a community lament and individual prayer, but also includes a prayer for punishment of the wicked. During this prayer uh, listing crimes of the wicked in verse 6, the text states, They kill the widow and the stranger. They murder the orphan. These crimes cut to the core of the Israelite ethic of care for the poor and oppressed, highlighting the wickedness and need for punishment. So, like, these are just, like, calling out assholes for God to punish them? Like, yeah. Like mean girls, like a burn book kind of deal? Yeah. Like, <laughs> wait, you don't have one of those? I mean, I already have the Book of Psalms, so obviously, yes. Yeah, you have, like, the OG burn book. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go in there, and they're going to be like, this, this king really sucks because he's like killing them orphans and be like yeah yeah and then you're gonna decorate it (laughs) just like they do in mean girls i'm gonna make a collage i'm gonna get a stack of magazines yes i'm gonna cut out some pictures yes i'm gonna make a collage yes but it's actually just like you know like old biblical films like you're just gonna cut out like (laughs) pictures and scenes from that it's all just it's just charlton heston it's just charlton heston (laughs) yes i love it um that sounds like a great thing to put on etsy Um, The second verse we are going to touch on is from Psalms 106. The Oxford Biblical Commentary states that this psalm is a history psalm that takes a critical view of the uh, people and praise of God, lamenting the situation and confessing communal sins. Verse 38 states, And they shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. <laughs> Listen, when you live with a lot of women, the land is always a little bit polluted with blood. I mean, <laughs> I know our land is polluted with blood. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if you're going to have a communal lament and confession, child sacrifice would seem like a good catalyst. Child sacrifice would be seen as sinful to the monotheistic Israelite priests and also blasphemous as they are praising idols. Ooh, yeah. But, like, the child murder part is worse. Like, let's all agree than, you know, those other little idols, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Most likely, the lament in this verse and the need to explain why things are so bad 
points to this psalm being written after Babylon had conquered Israel and forcibly exiled the people who were now lamenting the situation. Right. So they're like going back into their history as sort of a why me? Why did I deserve this? Like an existential crisis line of crisis line of thought. Um, on a personal level, on a personal level, who among us has not had that thought of at one time or another? Though again, generally, child murder is less the issue individually and more of a like. I promise I will lie less or call my mother more when you're caught in a jam or a run of bad luck. Yeah, or like you know, at three in the morning when you're like, just make the pooping stop, God. I promise I'll eat more vegetables. <laughs> You're, you're like, science isn't working for me, God. Yes, exactly. God, what have you done to my bowels? <laughs> right, I will change my theology. Write me out. <laughs> Write me out. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you make poop bargains, Sarah? I make all the poop bargains. All of them. Every day. I have so many poop bargains. I'm never going to live up to them all. I'm just constantly like. Is that why you're agnostic? It's why I'm agnostic. <laughs> you're, you're only religious when you're pooping. <laughs> is that, is that, did you just start a religion? I've, I've, I've started, like, I've done too many to, like, the Christian God, so now I'm reaching out to other godhoods. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Mother Earth, Gaia, Marduk. Oh, you're but, a Unitarian. What is it? What's his name? Um, Quetzalcoatl? Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> uh, Basumat? She, Baphomet? Baphomet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Good. Baba Yaga, just for good measure. I mean, yeah. Why not? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> just, I have like a whole list of them. I just throw darts and whichever one. <laughs> okay, I really want you to paint your walls in the bathroom, and it's just a mural of deities, and then you actually have darts that you throw, and whichever one it lands on, that's the one you pray to I just while have you're like, I just have tons of sticky notes up, and they're all the bargains I've made. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, God, I have to do this now. Shit. I have to eat more vegetables and call my mom. And like. I'm going to get really specific with my bargaining. I'm like, on December 31st, 2024, <laughs> I will not lie to Laura specifically. <laughs> specifically, only her. <laughs> I love it. And then you have to catalog all of them. Yeah. I'm like, did I do Your it? Bathroom is going to look like a conspiracy zone. I love it. I'm 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 all in. Yeah. I'm going to Will you buy me a bunch of red yarn? Yes. <laughs> I I I'm pretty sure I already have some, so I'm just going to give it to you. Wonderful. Yeah. I'll need I need it. Yes. <laughs> um we'll put we'll put pictures of uh, you know, Sarah's pooping shrine on on our Twitter. Great, great. Yeah. That's a little too. Nope. You gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> I, I can't imagine anybody wanting this. <laughs> Can you imagine? The tweet goes out. You last we answered. <laughs> pooping deity shrine. <laughs> and then there's only one comment, and it's like literally no one asks, and everybody like defriends, <laughs> like unsubscribes. <laughs> I was with you until the poop shrine. <laughs> Too far. Too far. <laughs> um, all right. So the last verse we are going to cover is from Psalm 137, right? Um, the Oxford Bible Commentary states that this was most likely written during the exile as there is anger and desire for revenge against the Edomites who looted Israel and the Babylonians who exiled the Israelites. This revenge desire hits a peak in verse 9, which states, Happy shall they be who take your little ones and dash them against a rock. 
<laughs> there's even in other books, there's a lot of like, let's kill some babies. Right? What's that about? Is there any baby killing in the New Testament? Is it all just Old Testament? I don't know. You know, I should have looked at that. I don't know. Just love to kill babies in the Old Testament. Just all about it, I feel I do feel like there is it's I think there's something about like ancient religion being like I mean, it probably reflects life, right? Like life was probably like horrifically brutal. Yeah. And so I wonder how you know, it's kind of like art reflects whatever. Yeah, you're life. probably right. Yeah. Oof. Gnarly. Yeah. I'm glad I don't I'm glad to live now, even if now is now's not great, but it's better than that. <laughs> I mean, at least we have, you know, penicillin and deodorant. And- and showers yes. and toilets and electricity and uh you know internet food yeah <laughs> exactly anyways <laughs> so this is basically like a tarantino revenge fantasy on enemies and it's pretty brutal saying oh just you wait it's going to be rough um so this is like in a way a therapeutic anger being written out perhaps reflecting a cathartic anger of the people in a ritualistic way yeah, think? yeah, I think that's spot on. Yeah, um, it kind of comes off very like Kill Bill or Inglorious Bastards or Django Unchained, the ancient world version, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you, if you could, ask Tarantino to direct any biblical film? What story would you want him to do? Um, what, uh, who did we do? Is it who is it that um, she? We did we um, destroy on her on like our first season where she. Um, Drove the spike through the guy's oh, head. Was it uh, Yahel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the tent peg. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that one. And then there's Judith, who cut off the, like, Canaanite general's head, right? Yeah. And she sneak in, and so, yeah. Or the, like, <laughs> the, the story of the concubine who um, gets, like, trotted out to <sighs> the, um, to all the, to all the, like, townspeople, and then she gets chopped up. Yes. And sent to the trail drives of Judah. That... That sounds sufficiently Tarantino. Yeah. Right? Like, all of those are very, very brutal. Uh, there's, they're, they're ripe for revenge. Um, so, you know, get on that, Quentin. <laughs> um, he's, he's a buddy. He follows our show. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> so this is all very uncomfortable, but I would just add that I think the level of anger and violence speaks of the violence done to the people, the Israelites under occupation and exile. There is very real trauma in the exile and post-exilic writings. If that's hard for you to imagine, think in a modern context of Ukrainians or Afghani people being forced from their homes and land due to violence. That's absolutely horrific and traumatic, and I can't imagine what they are going through or the literature or lament that would come out of that, the type of art. Right. I mean, and a lot of a lot of like really violent art has been made due to this these kinds of, you know, yeah. traumatic war experiences. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen it. I'm not gonna. But yeah. a Serbian film, you know, Yeah. readers, I've not seen it. But or listeners, I've not seen it. But go- Google it because it sounds like. It's a while. Like Is I that just what read, it's called a Serbian film. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just I read the Wikipedia article, and it's all just like, yeah. There's definitely like baby rape and like murder oh, in it. Gosh. Not really. Oh, Not really. I can do it. Yeah. But um, it's also, but it's a, it's a commentary on, like war and um, like, 
I don't know, violence in the government or something like yeah. that. I don't know, yeah. cultural stuff. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. Things. The things, the, the violence of men over and over again, right? <laughs> things and stuff. Things yes. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so it's really, I think, a reflection of, of what happened, right? It's it's this sense of art imitating life. Um, and it gives you an idea of what the people experienced mm-hmm. under war and exile. And so I don't know. I I as jarring as it is to read, I can't put myself in a position of judgment because you know what? I wasn't subjected to war and exile. And so I feel like it says way more about their feelings um about what they went through. And so it's less a place of judgment and more a place of understanding of like that must have been really tough. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. fair. You know, I, um, 2023 is going to be my year of hot takes. <laughs> my hot take right now is the war is bad, Sarah. It's, it's that is, bad. that is, uh, pretty controversial. Yep. I yep. must say. Kind of, I don't know if I, we might get, we might lose some followers for that. <laughs> They're like, no, you know what? War is great. <laughs> Where is the best option? Yeah. Always. Always. Um, I've got another hot take for you, Sarah. What is it? Puppies. Cute. Always cute. So cute. I feel like that's... that's... We just lost another listener. We probably (laughs) did. I mean, (laughs) puppies are kind of gross. Yeah, they're like, come on. Come on. They're disgusting. (laughs) They're just... They're all fluffy. Nobody likes that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not at all. I can't think of one person. <laughs> all right, y'all. Um, it has been a real barn burner of an episode. Uh, so, you know, hold your loved ones. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on uh, Twitter, if that still exists, um, <laughs> at Bible Bitches. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram, right, at Bible Bitches Podcast. Uh huh. Nice. And we have a website called um, Bible, Bible Bitches Podcast where you can check out our new episodes and any um, new updates that we have and um, also get to it links to our Patreon account. So if you'd like to donate money, that's where you would do it. Um, and we'd like to give a big shout out to um, Miss Eves, Yo Eves on Twitter for intro and outro music. And anybody else? Anything else? Um, yeah, I, we have a new sponsor and it's Louisville Presbyterian Seminary. Ooh. Uh, we're very excited about that and we will have more information about that soon, but check them out at, uh, lpts.edu. They're a great, a great seminary. You can get degree in, I think a master's in religion. Um, you can get a, uh, MDiv master of divinity and you can also get a master's in marriage and family therapy, which yeah. is where I got mine. So. Hmm. Shout out. Wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye.